Welcome back to the School of Calisthenics. Jacka here with another positive podcast on a Monday morning and I wanted to just say happy Monday morning to everyone. If you are having a great Monday morning, great. Uh, if you are having a terrible Monday morning uh, or a bad start to the day or week, I hope that we can uh, together work through that and uh, shed a little bit of positivity into the day and inspire us to make some some positive changes. Um, that's the title of um, today's positive podcast, positive podcast number six. Um, we've made it all the way to six, wow. And I've staying committed to that Monday morning um Monday morning promise to you and uh, thank you to everybody that is listening and has been feeding back it is uh, keeping me inspired to to go with it as well which is great and um, yeah so today talking about um, changes changes particularly that we are making um, and have made because of the sort of lockdown situation that has effectively forced us into um, another a number of changes I know that for a lot of people you've probably had to make some changes that aren't positive um, and obviously we, we, we feel for you in that and um, we've all uh, we've all had to do certain things and then there's also a number of uh, changes that have been forced upon us that we've all felt the positivity um, of and they're the sort of things that I want to focus on on today. Um, what sparked me to this was a, a video that Tim sent me um, I think it's been doing, the, I'm sure many of you will have seen it, it was sort of a bit of a viral video, sort of doing the rounds, and it was a, um, a, a, a think, it was subtitled, I think it was actually in Italian, but the, the, the subtitle was obviously in English, so you were sort of reading along as, as hearing, but it was effectively a um, uh, someone describing or writing a letter to the world as if they were the coronavirus, and it wasn't that the coronavirus was this... Um, is this terrible, horrible thing? It was that it was it's something that would come um, to show us to force a change effectively on us to show us all the things that we weren't doing and the things that we were doing that were negatively impacting ourselves, our friends, our family, and the planet and the world. Um, and the fact that a number of those things have been sort of shut down and we're actually doing things like spending more time. Um, connecting with people even though that may be more virtually we're, we're stopping um, killing the planet with so much um, one, uh, one of the things that was highlighted um, was air travel and that's just literally been sort of shut down all of a sudden and I remember hearing uh, Chris Evans on the radio on Virgin Radio saying that um, he remembered at the, the start of this when it when all the sort of airlines got shut down he was, he was saying for years people have been talking about um, the fact that we need to reduce um, the air pollution that's caused by aeroplanes and things and that we should you know periodically be able to shut them down or some, something around like just trying to stop that um, and the response would always be there was no way it's like it, it, it's just life cannot we cannot um, function the world economy and the, just the world the world the way the world works now relies on all of this air travel happening all of the time, and I think you know there'll be thousands of airplanes that are in the air at all all times. And overnight, boom, it's been shut down. And his his notion was, you know what, like we're, we're all okay, like we're still we're all here, we're still living. Um, and actually, it just it just goes to show that when a change is forced upon us, um, we adapt. Um, and that's what I guess humans have been doing over over. The, the whole entire time we've been on the planet adapting to how 
uh, the, the environment around us is changing and we are, um, it's one of, the, one of the reasons why we're so uh, able to, to survive lots of different things, things way beyond this, um, is because we have this ability um, to adapt. Now, sort of on that, that's, that's where there's quite a big, the thing I want to talk about is there's quite a big difference in my mind um, between when a change is forced upon you compared to when you choose to make a change. Um, and there is something around sort of when we, when we make it a choice as opposed to something being forced upon us, and I'll, I'll explain this in a bit more detail in a second, um, then we, it's, it's a much different process and um, it comes down, or quite a bit of it comes down to us um, having like an open mind to and a, a growth mindset effectively to the fact that we can change certain things, certain things that we want to change. Um, and that's when it comes from inside us that we have a desire to change something, we see something is wrong in the world or in our lives or, or whatever it may be, and you want to make a change. They can be difficult changes to make because there's nothing necessarily forcing us to make that change. Uh, but we must, it comes back to what we talked about last week um, in Positive Podcast number five about belief. Um, we must believe we can make those changes. Um, and, you know, just to give you some encouragement in that, that um, they used to think perhaps um, back in the 70s, there's an amazing book, um, The Brain That Changes Itself by Norman Doidge, where um, they talk about brain plasticity and this ability that the brain has to make new neural connections. It's a fancy way of basically saying that we can learn um, new skills, we can, we can, the brain can adapt, and even when parts of a brain from injuries, for example, are can be damaged, then there's other parts of the brain that can adapt to do those different jobs. And there's this ability, this what they call neuroplasticity, neural being brain plasticity, meaning like can mold, can form, can can change. So the fact that all these we're not set in our ways. Um, that's like quite an old common phrase, isn't it? But like. When we're setting our ways, but we aren't actually setting our ways. We're by by staying in our current ways and not making those changes. We're effectively choosing to be set in our ways, but we can choose not to be. And the and the the, the encouragement around the science part there is just that literally, like the those that are people that are scientists that are studying the brain, you know, used to 20, 30, 40 years ago, think that we couldn't couldn't change the brain and, and the way once something was damaged for example we couldn't make new neural connections they they, they over the last I don't know 10 years 20 years they've started to to unpick that and now across the board they, they you know they know this this uh, phenomenon of brain plasticity where we can make changes and if we can make changes in our brain it means that we can make changes to how we think how we behave how we act everything that we everything that we're going to do so I want you to make sure that you believe um, in that and then one thing just on the belief thing I mentioned last time just to give you an update on the on a belief thing I, I talked about an example where um, I wasn't utilizing the sort of belief affirmations visualization um, techniques that I've used um, with with um, athletes that are trained in the past in terms of performance mindset, but also in my own training when I was a rugby player, I had that I hadn't been using that in my calisthenics training, and I challenged myself last week with a uh, a starting strength deep handstand push up on parallel bars, and um, I'd worked my way down on on the on the, the, a deeper deeper bottom position, so head going below where your hands are because you're up on the bars, and um, 
a position where I don't know how high the bars are, they're about uh, let's say five, six inches off the floor. Um, and I couldn't do it when my head was on the floor. But when I went in to start that position, I didn't believe I was. I, I just said, "Crikey, this! I'm not getting out of here." Like I said, literally said that in my head. I didn't have the belief, and so I challenged myself. I said, "Right, you're gonna." You did, I physically did the training, and then I, I believe I, I, I went into it. And last week, I tried with the belief I was going to get out, and I nearly did, but I didn't. And then I said on the podcast, "Right, well, I think that's one week away." And I changed my mindset, and I totally believed in it. And uh, you know what? This week, I did it. Um, it's okay. Some of that is obviously coming down to the physical properties that I actually trained. There's only so much strength gains I can have made in one week. Um, a lot of that came from my attitude towards it, and um, and how I believed it was going to happen. So that was a little example for me of that in my training that the belief definitely. Um, the belief is back, but the belief definitely makes, makes such a big difference. Um, and yes, I want you to encourage you with belief in your training, yes, and the things that you're trying to achieve in that, but belief in the fact that we can make changes, uh, whatever they may be. Um, so I want to go into um, this notion of um, forced changes um, compared to when we make a decision. Um, and this whole idea of change reminded me of a Tupac song. Those fans of, of, uh, of that, when, um, I, th- I believe it was released in 1998, so over 20 years ago. And Tupac was saying, um, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna necessarily uh, read it, uh, so sing it out to you." But um, it talked about um, that we need to start making some changes. It says, "Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other." Um, and I think that. There's been a lot of that happen, but forced upon us in terms of um, lockdown. You, you may or may not, like I was walking down the street, actually, and um, the number of uh, bottles of beer and bottles of wine, etc., in the glass bins that everyone had put out yesterday was um, was like the biggest I think I've ever seen it like on on, on a mass, on a whole. And we, me, and my, me and Mrs. Jack would be like, it's interesting, because... We actually, and you may or may not have done, we, we went the other way, like, we haven't drunk anything. We're trying, we're, all the changes we're trying to do are, I'm trying to make ourselves as healthy as we can so that we don't get, we don't get sick and give ourselves the best chance of, one, not catching the coronavirus, and then two, um, if we do get it, that we're as healthy as possible so that we can uh, come out the other side of it. Um, so potentially there's a challenge there um, for you. But hopefully you're looking after yourselves, um, and uh, myself and Tim have, have made a number of changes uh, health-wise and we're documenting these in some blogs that are going to be coming out. Um, I'm doing a blog that's going to come out on Sunday that's going to go into the detail of, of these sort of health changes or life changes to try and be healthier. Um, that's coming out on Sunday and then Tim the following week um, as well. So do keep an eye out for those. Um, but something that, that, that occurred to me on this is... Um, I've probably made the most amount of changes during these last three weeks um, and feel the benefits for it. Some of those are completely changes that I say have been forced upon because of the situation. Other ones are changes I've made um, as a as a decision. Um, and a little example would be, um, 
sort of even before this started, but where the difference between when it's forced upon and when it's when it's a decision I've made. So um, I was challenged to give up uh, coffee or caffeine for for Lent, and I managed to do it, which was great, um, and actually really felt the benefits of not having. Um, taking caffeine out of my diet because I'd become reliant on it. And I say I was challenged by it because um, when Mrs. Jacko said to me, um, why don't you, when we're discussing what we're going to give up for Lent, she was like, well, what about caffeine? And I was like, no way. Um, and immediately I was like, I literally was like, oh, I won't be able to do it. And then I was, then I challenged myself, I was like, are you seriously saying you're that reliant on coffee to wake you up in the morning that you wouldn't be able to function without it? And I've, when I've tried not to have them before, you sort of you end up getting headaches and all that. And I was like, oh no! And just it was a very good realization for me that I was like, I've become addicted to coffee. Like I've become not necessarily, it wasn't even the addiction. It was I've become reliant, and it was that reliance that like I wasn't I wasn't forced to. I could have chose still not to, but it was a decision I made. Um, to make that change and then once I'd made that commitment I didn't want to break it during during Lent and so that was 40 days or whatever it, uh, the exact time time um, Lent is but a, a significant period and people would say that um, if you do something for is it 50, 60, something like those number of that amount of time if you do a, a new habit can be formed in that amount of time um, and I actually think that there's quite a big difference between um, when you, you can form a habit really, 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 really quickly when you, you, it's forced upon you and literally you can't change it. That then becomes a habit really quickly. Uh, that's something that I've experienced. I don't know if you've experienced that as well. Um, compared to when you choose to make a decision because when you choose to make a decision, you can let that slip and you can choose for that habit not to carry on forming. And like so, uh, back to the sort of caffeine story. That's one where I've I've chosen, but I had some parameters that I didn't want to change. That I didn't want to sort of slip out of that for for that sort of period of length. Now, I then coming off the back of it, I was like, right, I feel better for not having caffeine. I know that the, the there's some positive benefits of caffeine and coffee for our um, sort of training benefits. There's delaying the onset of fatigue. It's a stimulant. It's going to be good for pre-training. So I'm making a commitment to only have it as part of um, part of pre-training, um, and that's been I've managed to stick to that. That's been fine. The other thing though that I said to myself was I don't like the idea of that. I need sort of this. I'm relying on this drink to sort of wake me up. I want to be. I want my. And I talk about this in the in the blog at the end of the week around like having circadian rhythm working well, so sleep cycles are good, and not being reliant on something else to wake me up. I want to be reliant on. Um, my hormonal system to be kicking in because I'm getting the right amount of uh, sunlight during the day and in the mornings to wake me up, that type of stuff, rather than a coffee. Um, and so I'd sort of swapped a, a caffeinated coffee in the morning to wake me up with a decaf being like, oh, well, I'm not having the caffeine, but I'm still having this coffee. This was sort of, it was almost like a ritual uh, in the morning. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to be able to wake myself up myself, not, not need a, some sort of drink, even if it was a drink without caffeine in. So, but today I, I got up a bit earlier. It was about half five and I got up and I was like, you know what, before I record the class, I really want to sit down and have a coffee. And I then, I chose to, cause I wanted to, to do that. And I had, a, it was decaf, so I stuck to that, but, um, I, 
slipped out because it was just a choice that I could make. I slipped out of that thing of like one of the first things I do in the morning, having a coffee. Um, so that's my sort of long-winded way of saying when things are forced upon us, those habits can change really quickly. When things are just your choice to do it, then it starts to, it's very easy to slip out of those things. And the overriding sort of message I wanted to to really encourage us all with, and this is as much a pep talk to myself as anything, is that there's a number of things that have, that have changed for the good. Um, it might be, you know, <laughs> we've had, uh, we've been doing Zoom uh, pub quizzes with some of our friends that we would never normally um, socialise with every week. We live all over the country. We see each other sort of once a year or every six months. And uh, over the last few weeks, we've we've spoken and seen to each other every single week. Like, that's sort of been forced upon us, but it's also a bit of a choice. But the, the big difference uh, that's going to that's going to change is, and it's like my training, I've been training at home because I cannot force to train at the gym and then I don't, I didn't used to like training at home. Now I really like training at home. It's been forced upon me. Now what's going to be interesting is when lockdown finishes, am I going to carry on still training at home rather than using the gym? I'd like to think so, but what I'm starting to, to, to add into my process to make that happen is to go, right, I'm heightening my awareness of the fact that when I'm allowed to make a choice compared to when it's forced upon me, sometimes I don't make the choice that actually I want to make, if that makes sense. Like I right know right now, when I train at home, I'm getting a great session, I'm really enjoying it, really love it. I save all the travel time to the gym, etc., things like that. Um, the money of membership for the gym, all those things are, are all benefits and I'm really enjoying being able to train at home. Um, Will I, will I carry that on when it's not forced upon me? And that's the first step I've, I think I want to just encourage us all with. Whilst we're still in lockdown, um, and we certainly are in the UK for another few weeks by the sounds of it, whilst I'm still in lockdown, start to think about the things that I've changed that I want to keep going, I want to keep carrying on because they're just good positive changes for my health, my wellness, um, you know, I've changed my morning routine. You'll find all about all about that in the in the blog on Sunday. Um, obviously, training wise, training at home that's changed. Dietary things like there's so many things in the diet that that we've changed, um, and uh, to a relative degree, they've been forced upon us because we well, I feel it's been forced upon us because of like the urgency of like I need to be as healthy as possible. We cannot let this slip because um, yeah, we want to make sure we stay in as as healthy as possible during this time. Now, once this has all sort of died down and gone away and we sort of relax and feel all comfortable, are we just going to slip back into those old habits? Are we just going to go back to where we were before? That is way more likely to happen if you haven't mentally prepared for the fact that your choices you're making right now are in a different, like, there's a different narrative. The environment is different. The situation is different. And it's potentially, you know, I'm finding, and hopefully you as well, it's helping make some very good choices when that then goes away and we're open and we're allowed to do whatever we want to do, you know, I mean, to a degree, but are you basically, are you going to fall back into those old habits? The, the best, the best chance you're going to set yourself up is heightening awareness and realization that, okay, there's going to be some, some changes that are going to happen um, when we come out of lockdown and I'm going to be, I'm going to have some more choice and just mental potentially space to, 
um, or freedom to like choose to to do some of the things that I used to do um, or stop doing some of the changes that I've made um, that aren't aren't as healthy, aren't as good for me, aren't as positive for me as what I'm currently choosing to do because of a slightly more forced situation. Um, I hope that I hope that makes sense. Um, I hope that helps, and I hope that's encouraging to to try and um, try and try and think about those things. And I'd actually encourage everyone to get a pen and paper out and actually write down what are the things that you've what are the things you're really enjoying now that are because of because of differences that have, have happened. What are those things? Write them down, and then also write down what are the what are the positive changes that you've personally made that you want to carry on when all this finishes. And that can be something to do with your health or just relationship, whatever. Like we said last night after our um, after our online pub quiz uh, over Zoom with our uni friends that we don't see very often, um, we said, "Wait, like, why aren't we doing this like every week or every month, or whatever it is?" But what we need to be, we can carry. Why, why don't we carry this on? And it's like, well, yeah, we should do. Um, the only reason that won't carry on is if we just choose not to when once all this is over. Um, and, and slip back into sort of old ways of only seeing each other once a year or once every six months. So um, write those things down, whatever they may be, things that are making you smile, making you happy, having a positive impact on you, your life, your health, your relationships, whatever it may be. Write them down and start to think about just mentally preparing for the fact that you're going to want to choose to make these stay and carry on when the, uh, when the landscape of lockdown has changed and it's not so much forced upon you when life goes back to more relative normality as it was before as much as it does we don't I guess none of us know how much it's going to go back to the previous norm um, but set yourself up with uh, with a new norm with these new positive changes that you've been making so I would uh, I would really encourage you to do that get a pen and paper out, write them down, have, 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 give yourself a bit of time to do that um, and just reflect on that. And then also, if you'd like to share um, any of those changes that you have been making, um, I would love to, to hear from you. My email is david at schoolofcalisthenics.com. So I'd love to hear any of the things that you've been managing to do. Uh, if you have any questions for me on any of these sort of topics about like changes, uh, belief mechanisms, anything like that, then please do get in touch. Um, and if you have any feedback um, about the podcast I would love to hear what you thought uh, just any of your general thoughts on it as well um, other than that keep an eye out for the um, for the blog I say coming on Sunday from me around the changes um, that I and Mrs Jacko have been making all based around health uh, and improving our health um, and then Tim is doing um, his own blog on the following Sunday as well so keep an eye out for those two you can just get to see uh, sort of both of our, our thoughts and reflections and changes that we've made um, and then uh, just to remind you that as April, we're starting to get into the middle of April the, the um, 50% off memberships in the virtual classroom with 10% uh, of that revenue from the virtual classroom in April going to charity there, that, are, that is still running for the rest of April we've had so many of you uh, joining and taking up um, a new membership with us and getting access to that handstand new handstand program with lots of you learning to handstand during lockdown. So I just encourage you that um, there's a seven day free trial with our monthly membership. So you can it's only five pounds for the for the first month, 
during April. So you can um, you can get CSL set up for five quid and you get access to all of those different programs, including that handstand um, pro brand new handstand program. And uh, yeah, they come with a seven day free trial. So actually, after five six days, if you if you've signed up and you don't like it, you can cancel, and you know you can cancel at any time during. And uh, there's no lock in periods at all, um, and you won't even get charged that five pounds for the first month. So effectively, for five pounds, you get a week plus a month. Um, but certainly, test it out, try it out, uh, see what all the fuss is about from people that are going, seeing amazing progress with their training um, by following all of the programs and educational content that is inside and embodies the virtual classroom by the School of Calisthenics. Uh, I'll put links, uh, will be in the show notes for those uh, and I'll put my email in the show notes as well. That's david at schoolcalisthenics.com. Oh, and then the final one, so many of you have been joining actually for the live workouts. If you, um, if you want notifications via WhatsApp straight to your phone about when the live workouts are, we're adding brand new ones, predominantly 11 a.m. UK time, so British summertime, but we are adding some different um, workout times to try and hit some different time zones as well. So if you'd like to get notifications via WhatsApp, um, send a WhatsApp message. I want to join in WhatsApp um, to... Plus four four seven eight eight three one six one four three three. Nearly forgot it then, didn't I? Um, details for that will be on the website as well, uh, with all of the show notes. So thank you all again for listening. I hope you have a great week and that Monday starts well for you. Until next time, class dismissed.